right, cool. Uh, we're back with another episode of Black Millennial. Um, I'm Jameer, and uh, let's take it right into our mood uh, for this week. Um, cool. So this week is actually sponsored by uh, a black history legend, a legend in Philadelphia. Uh, some of y'all know her as the candy lady, but we now know her as Lynette Jackson. <laughs> um, so this week is sponsored by the candy lady. First of all, you have to stand the candy lady because this is a businesswoman. Yeah. This is a woman that has been working her set since the beginning. Like I was in like high school like sub days like you know how Master working. P, like you uh how he talked about on seat at the table like selling cds out of his car he said like the avon this lady. is this is her cds this is, yeah this is yeah, her yeah. cds years from now she's going to be at the oscars accepting her award for like <laughs> best role in tyler perry one of tyler perry's films at the and... you know we're doing the niggy awards uh this year the people have demanded it Nicki Minaj? No, the Niggies. You may be uh, <laughs> um, one of the presenters or a co-host. But the Niggy N-I-G-G-Y Awards. Um, shout out to Black Girl Brunch. Like, I I just mentioned it on their podcast. Um, and people have been like, no, we, we need the Niggy Awards. So um, we're definitely going to do that. And the Candy Lady is going to be nominated. She said she should she get a Lifetime Achievement Award. Life, honestly. Lifetime uh, Like, not just a regular Nick Nog Award. She needs a Lifetime <laughs> Achievement, like... And exactly. her, she needs the whole montage, the whole screen, the song and dance before, you know, the people come, the white person comes up. Well, there's no white people at the Nikki's. Yeah, no, no, no. That's an absolute not. Um, but we will be giving black people their things. <laughs> um, you guys have already heard the voice, but uh, I would like the gentleman to introduce himself. Um, tell us, you know, his uh, creative platforms, anything you do. Um, talk about, you know, being a black millennial brings you here. It's your girl, Don Kali, <laughs> and we're about to get into the top 10 videos. <laughs> but no, it's just, it's really like, I don't have anything to promote for you guys. Um, my Twitter will be like linked in the episode though. So, you know, go check that out. I'm pretty funny. I mean, the only thing I can advertise is myself. Like I'm a time. No, that's what, that's what it is. I'm, I'm the brand. I am the movement. I'm yeah. the... I'm the bundles. Like I, that's what I am. <laughs> it's me. It's just everything that I am. Subscribe to it. Watch it. You know, get, get it. I'm going to start a channel for y'all. Yeah. Um, I've shifted into that. Like I used to kind of shy away from, and I still do like being, um, any bit of like a personality, you know, but like it is what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a part of like my brand. So like I posted six pictures on Instagram in the last like few days 
which is more than I posted in all of the last like two years combined. See, I've never been really an Instagram girl. Don't don't get me wrong. I the pics do sit. And I can carry, <laughs> but that's just never been my thing because I've just more. I feel like Twitter's just more so you give us a personality. You can yeah. see me more because I'm just like it's through words. Like that's exactly. how you find out about like, a person. Yeah, absolutely. But like sometimes I feel like I have to turn the personality down, mm. just so like the people can relate. Because sometimes it's like, girl, all right, you're doing a little bit too much. <laughs> no, even I for feel myself. Like Twitter is the place to, like, do your absolute most. I know that I do my absolute most there. Um, if you don't follow me on Twitter already, don't, you know? Like, um, it's real bad. It's the new Iraq. Um, but in any case, um, last week we talked about therapy. Uh, we sat with which, like, it felt like a real therapy session. Uh, we were actually at the Intentional Wellness Group uh, with LaBrea Ellis uh, who's a licensed therapist, and we spent time uh, running through some questions that you guys had, um, and it was really amazing. If you haven't listened to the episode, stop listening to this right now and go back and listen to that, uh, because it's called You Need a Therapist, and you do. Some of y'all do need therapy. Yeah. A lot of y'all. A lot. And I would name them. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of you would be scared. I would name them. Oh, uh, man. A lot um, of y'all need therapy. Honestly, it would also be a very long episode if we were doing names, so. More than um, two sessions. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just go for the console. Let's go go going, back. Keep going. And go again. Um, and here also... And bring y'all nicknog friends with y'all. Some resources for therapy um, that we talked about. They were linked in last week's notes. I'm going to link them again because they're this important. Uh, BetterHelp, uh, which is an app. Uh, Ayana Therapy, which is specifically for uh, people of color. I'm an LGBTQ people. Therapy for black girls. Uh, Talkspace. And then Psychology Today. Um, so y'all need a therapist. Get with them. Uh, you can find this show on Twitter and Instagram at BLKMLNL. Uh, you can find our website at eastoke.co slash BLKMLNL. And there's merch there. You can leave us voicemails, send us emails, talk to us however you want to. All right. So that brings us into Motives and Thoughts. Um, had these little cute descriptions. So uh, in Motives and Thoughts, we have a guided conversation around something that matters. It's intended to open the minds of our peer group and we encourage a diversity of thought. We center each conversation around three core questions. Uh, and this week, those questions are, is it possible to be truly objective in all matters? How can we maintain a personal point of view while still remaining objective? And why is it important to surround yourself with diverse perspectives? So uh, that being said, I wanna start off just reading like the definition of objective. Um, I had a conversation with my friend uh, this past weekend and I, I was just trying to like have them approach things from like an objective perspective, like not what you think or what you feel or like your history. And I was like, wow, this is really something that like we should dig into on the show. Um, and so to be objective, it means to be not influenced by personal feelings or opinions and considering and representing facts. So um, we're going to get into a lot of stuff. Um, any thoughts on like, you know, is it possible to just be objective all the time? It, I think it's possible. Um, we're going to exclude Beyonce from the conversation from the beginning. Yeah, that's so yeah. no, if Beyonce's involved, we're not going to be objective. Right. It's Beyonce's way 
or you, that's it. It's like being a barb. Pretty much. Yeah. No, wait. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> wait. This only applies for Beyonce. Okay. Maybe a little even Rihanna too. Okay. There's just no there's no objectivity with them. But like and I feel I feel like there is a possibility that you can be objective. However, there are good times to be objective and then there are times where you shouldn't be objective. Mm. I feel like it's like a, a complicated thing that you kind of have to figure out and where in the mood is where you need to be objective in certain situations and where, you, where you're allowed to be like, you know what, no, I don't need to be objective in this. I know what I'm talking about. This is the, this is the way it goes, yeah. period. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you have like, um, it's funny when you see those tweets where like someone will say something and they're like, well, who do you think you are to tell me this? And this person's like, well, I'm a chemical engineer and I've been studying this for 35 years. You know, <laughs> like that's who I am. To, you know what I mean? Like in those cases, yeah, like the, I think even that still kind of is being objective because it's like, I've been doing the research. Like I've been, you know what I mean? It's not, you're not coming from emotion. You're coming from uh, a place Pure of like, facts. I did the research, mm-hmm. I did the homework, and then this is where I'm bringing you. I'm yeah. bringing you with the facts. Say this is not what I, this is not my opinion. It's just what I know. This is, this is, this is the facts. This is the data. This is what, this is what we ended up with. Yeah. Um, I think I do strive to be, you know, a little bit more objective, like with my thinking, like even things that like um like bother me um i don't know i guess like i'm already getting weird about talking about it so i'm just gonna talk about it anyway because it's it can be felt but like um, my dad was like recently um cleared of like cancer and like i also didn't know that my dad was being treated for cancer right and like that's kind of weird right it's right. like you know, what the fuck right but also like i understand not like wanting to share certain things like i I had to, like, pull it back from, like, just myself and, like, nigga, you know what I mean? Like, and how I feel to, like, just being in his shoes, you know what I'm saying? And that's also, like, you know, uh, uh, approaching things objectively, even when it's, like, my emotions tell me this or, like, my feelings say this or, like, this is, like, the history that I have, like, with my dad, you know what I mean? Whatever, like, I think, like, based on our history, we good, you should have told me, you know what I mean? Like... And in all of that, just like taking myself out of it and not making it about me and like just being a little bit more objective. So I think in some of these situations where like, oh my God, I got into it. Well, I didn't even get into it. It's actually my friend who I was on the trip with and um, I was on vacation, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But as we were getting- who they are and we're talking about you. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But like- we're on the trip. We're about to come back. Anyone who knows me who's ever traveled with me knows that, like, my last day back, like, the last travel day is, like, my most, like, moody and irritated. Because I just want to be back at my house. I want to be back in my bed. I don't... Now, is that, like, airport day or your last, No, like, like airport day. Airport like, day. Like, when I'm, yeah, like, when oh, I'm okay. traveling. I think that's everyone because I'm okay, like that, yeah. too. Like, all right, vacation's over. I'm like, going to go home. Stop talking to me. Like, anything. Send my luggage. Is... Like, <laughs> right, exactly. I will meet y'all. <laughs> right. So we're, we're on the shuttle, like we had just dropped off like this rental car we had on the shuttle and there's like plenty of other people on the shuttle, like trying to get to the actual airport. And there's this like older, like uh, Jewish family, like they had definitely had like the curls, you know? So, you know, I just wanted to explain it, you know, in a way that people understand over the, the over the verbal, but Orthodox Jewish, uh, (laughs) and you know. They're like, the one guy, one gentleman is like pretty old. He's taking his time to get off. And this lady is just like, if you could hurry up, like, 
if you you know what I mean, and just like being extremely rude, and like all the white people are just like truly like gasping, and just like this is not nice, you little chatters. And then once they finally get off, like, and they had a bunch of bags and stuff, and she's like, we're in a rush, like, people have places to go, like, because they had a bunch of bags. Like, once the thing closed, Tori was just like, like, that That was pretty rude, you know? And I, like, I appreciate my friend for that, because y'all know I'm the first person to be like, right. But I feel like I, I, that's when it's most important in those moments, when you're, like, dealing with things, like... Like customers, like what if you're like when you're at like a McDonald's or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're upset that the person is getting your order wrong, you're just kind of like you have to sit back and think like, wait a minute, take my hunger out of it for a minute. Right. I am gonna get that Big Mac. It's gonna come. Right. And I'm getting two of them because y'all messed the first one off. You but know Lisa here, she been on her feet for ten hours. Right. She got them badass kids at home. <laughs> you you coming in here talking like you don't want pickles, onions, lettuce, but her she nigga didn't get her nothing for Valentine's Day. You, the peer like she didn't she's she's struggling right now right, give her right, right. give her that give her that time yeah give her that moment so i feel like you have to be objective in like moments like that where you have to be like where you're irritated and your first reaction is just kind of like respond right and with emotion with your just emotion and then you have to step back and be like wait a minute like i literally just did that like i was trying to order a drink i was out for my friends i was trying to order a drink at the bar and the bartender obviously was annoyed because you know when you're at a bar and it's like crazy people are like yelling people are screaming they're like let's get my give me my shit like right. i'm trying to i'm trying to turn up megan just came on like i got 10 minutes or i got three minutes before he about to change the song real quick like but i had to think like wait a minute she's frustrated too and i can see that and i've been in her position where i've been on the other end of that so i need to be all right let me not let me at least let me not be like everyone else and just pushy and i mean just kind of give her that space and give her that minute to get herself together and just be respectful I yeah. think that's where objectivity comes in sometimes. It's those little moments that we don't, that we just react to and don't actually like pay attention. For sure. And I think um, just like kind of the second portion of this is, you know, maintaining our personal point of view, but also being, you know, objective. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I feel you. You know what I mean? Like if someone like, you know, uh, brings something to your attention that maybe you're not aware of about yourself, you know, maybe. Like you can be like you can be too intense in the mornings. I did this thing in my job where like um, no one from my job listens to this, so I can talk about it. One of my coworkers is extremely negative, but like first thing in the morning, like I can't take it. I didn't even know I worked at your job. That's what? crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's me at work. Is extremely it? negative. No, 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 it's fine. Like for some shit, it's fine. But first thing in the morning, like when we first get there, like I can't handle it, and so I've like enacted like positivity hour. Like, the first hour of the day, like, let's just be super happy that, like, we have jobs and, like, we're alive. And, uh, like, yeah, you know. see, now, I might be with a coworker because I would have sent you to HR because we're not doing <laughs> positivity hour the first thing in the morning. I'd be, yeah, like, We don't want to be here. <laughs> I'd be, like, hey, guys, it's, you know, it's positivity hour. And people would be, myself included, like, we'd be waiting until, like, at 10 o'clock, like, go right in and be like, I can't stand these motherfuckers, you know, whatever. But, like, um, in any case, remaining, like, having a personal, you know, point of view Somebody brings to you like, hey, this is this is intense, right? Or like you're, you know, too negative or like whatever. You can say like, oh, I, I understand where you're coming from. I'm like, oh, I'm not changing shit. You know what I mean? Or like I can at least be like more aware of what other people think. Um, not to say that you do anything differently, but I, I think it does allow you to be um, a little bit more agile and in like different spaces. Like you can't go into every room with like, 
your full personality every time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're easing, you're easing, you're easing. Like, it's like getting a new job, right? If you came in the nigga that you are on, like, day, like, I've always been in my job for, like, a year now. So, like, I'm a completely different nigga than I was last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. So, it's like, I, well, I tried to be there, but the nigga jumps out. Yeah, hell yeah. And it didn't jumps back in. Yeah. And I, I can't. <laughs> there's nothing I could do about that. But at least you can pay attention. You say, you know what? The nigga jumped out there. Yeah. And I, oh, hell yeah. Tomorrow yeah, yeah, I yeah. need to work on that. Yeah. But for right now, it's too late. And there's nothing I can do for that brother now. Right. He's, the, he's too far gone. <laughs> right. I've had like old jobs where like the nigga jumped out too much too often. And like it is like made me approach, you know, newer situations like, okay, I'm going to hold off on that one. Or like older, like the way that I've approached uh, like creative projects that I've done, like things that I've done previously, I was like, oh, I need to panic about all this stuff. And like. Now I'm just like, oh, I'm, whatever. You already paid me. I want your time. You know what I mean? Like, do you find it? Do you think it? Do you find it hard to like? Because being at work, you have to deal with like, you know, in our every like. Well, I know for me, in my everyday life, I only deal with niggas. Okay. I prefer it that way. Ooh. I truly do. Like oh, black gosh. people only. It, I don't. These are the those are the only people I see every day. So when I go to work, and there's all these Caucasians, I'm just like, what is going on? And I have to, you know, they're, they obviously want to discuss themselves. Do you find it like hard, like being objective with people that don't share your same background? Because a lot of times, like black people will kind of mm-hmm. have like an understanding or we'll have similar backgrounds or similar. It's in the culture. So it's just embedded that we kind of understand each other. But for other people, it's yeah. kind of like, what are you talking about? Like what's going on? Um, I think race is like a really, really, really difficult thing. I'm glad you just brought that up, but it's a really difficult thing to be objective in, you know, because like I'm black and like shit happens to me as a black person, you know, but I definitely, I said this actually on the last episode, the therapy episode, like um, my therapist has challenged me in times. I actually mentioned this that a previous therapist said this and like, I thought it was like annoying, but a previous therapist said like, do you, are you only thinking that way? Like, because you're black, you know? And this this man was white, and I was just like, nigga, I will tee off on you in here right now. It's actually part of the reason why, like, I left that therapist, you know? And, you know, my current therapist is a black woman, it's a black queer woman, and, like, she asked me the same question, like, uh, and, I, and it was like, damn, like, it was like I can't that even... Where had to think, it was like, oh, wait... Well, I, you know what I'm saying? She she might have something there, you know. You know, like um, you know, Karen doesn't understand why you have to take another 15 minutes on your break because you got to let your food digest. Right, she, right. She, she don't know that, <laughs> and, you know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna work with Karen, and I'm going. I see her staring. I'm gonna give her that because she yeah. don't know that my food has to digest before I go in before I do any work. <laughs> it's really interesting. Like I I do. You know, it's and here this uh, this episode and like this all is everything is not to say like oh like we need to be more objective all the time and like we have to be objective about shit and there's like some stuff I'll talk about in a second that like we should be more objective about but um, in any case it's not about every single moment like one of the things that irritates me it's a super small microaggression but it's literally just like the hangnail of like my spirit is um, like when white people call me brother. Oh, no. Like, yeah, brother. Like, thanks, brother. Like, we are not in the same family. (laughs) Like, our bloodlines are nothing alike. 
you know? Oh no, I don't even want to, I don't even want a white person to feel comfortable enough to say we're brothers. Like, yeah. I want you to look at me and know that we, we wouldn't even be in the same household ever. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so that's, that's very irritating. Um, but just some last things, um, before we get to the last question, um, I just want to introduce some, uh, some other stuff for like reference material or required reading, um, about postmodernism. So, um, postmodernism, it's a late 20th century style concept in the art, architecture, and criticism that represents a departure from modernism. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, and has a heart in a, de- in a general distrust of grand theories and ideologies, as well as a problematic relationship with any notion of quote unquote art. So basically, I took this class in high school and I don't know how this is still trapped in my mind, but I took this like modern European history class and I thought it was going to be about like cool, like in the 70s and like 80s and like modern, but modern is anything that isn't like ancient. So like ancient is like pre-Jesus days, you know, and then like modern is like Jesus days to today, you know, <laughs> like, so, like pre-ancient for me would be like pre-b-day and then modern <laughs> right. is lemonade and forward, forward. there we yeah, go yeah, 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 yeah. more like self i'll even or give self-titled self-titled forward. forward okay yeah i agree um yeah that's like bl instead of bc like before lemonade there there um, it is or bb before that's what we, we should honestly start saying that because i mean it's much better <laughs> but like uh overall what's happening right now um this started happening in the late 20th century so like um, in the, I believe, like early 2000-ish, um, when this this was written, there's actually two things linked. So, or three things. One, um, from Stanford University, that's just for like the scholarly people that like want to read like all the actual facts. And then there's also the Wikipedia for niggas that just want to catch up. Um, but basically, postmodernism talks about people challenging things that like we've known as facts, which like I'm always for because it's like, all right, well, if it used to work this way, that's cool, but like, how do it work right now? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, people use that against us. And there's like uh, these different, it's kind of like the hierarchy of, you know, postmodernism. And there's these two places where I think we're like in right now and crossing into another space. So one is deconstruction, where like, you know, Donald Trump and them um, is starting to like deconstruct like facts in front of our faces. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we know what this is, and like, yeah, you did something impeachable, but like, we still not going. He's still gonna be acquitted at a trial because he got other white niggas, well, white niggas around him, <laughs> wiggers, wiggers around him that are saying like, oh, it's cool, like we're cool with this, you know, like we're trying to rewrite things in history, we're trying to rewrite all, rewrite or undo all these things Barack Obama did to make it as if he like never did them, you know, and so it goes from deconstruction into like hyper reality. And, like, before this, we were just talking about, you know, kind of sitting around sometimes and being like, is this shit fucking real? Like, Which is funny because it's like, when you think of it, honestly, on, like, a big, larger scale, it's something that's always happened. Yeah. Like, even with, like, no matter where you go in history, there's always people that try to rewrite it and kind of deconstruct it and be like, hey. I mean, even, like, even in the sense of just, like, think of black people, like, if you think of, like, just the language of, like, slavery, like, Mm -hmm. from going from slaves who like are using the language preferred to using ensla- enslaved it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the way you talk about it changes the way people think about it and you're trying to trying to kind of force this idea Absolutely. so it's kind of like we're literally in that moment yeah 
and we're realizing it and we're seeing it. So it seems kind of like, oh my God, this is so crazy. But it literally happens over and over and it's over It's been happening again. in history, yeah. Um, there's something I'll talk about later that I saw on Netflix that everyone should see. Um, but this this first portion, this is just an article from Vox. Uh, it's called The Post-Truth Prophets. Uh, talks about postmodernism and how essentially like these right-wing media groups um, one thing that I'll plug now, it's just this thing on Netflix called The Family. Have you seen it? I did not. All right, we'll talk about this that. Is this a scripted show? It's a, no, it's a documentary kind of series. Um, but we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, but essentially, yeah, uh, there are people that are trying to like write what we think. Um, and so I think that it's important to be very true to yourself and like, why do I believe what I believe? You know, I had to take a step back from like, that in my early 20s, you know, and be like, okay, I like go to church and stuff, but like, it's some stuff in like, why do you do it? Yeah, like this stuff that like people be saying that I don't really believe in. It's also stuff like aliens, like I believe in that, and they don't be talking about that. <laughs> so, where do I go? You know what I mean? There's a moment you have to step back, be objective, and be like, you know, challenge yourself. Right. Because it will only make your ideas a little stronger, honestly. Yeah, and I think the like, just to the last question, like, why it's important to surround yourself with diverse perspectives. Because it will challenge you to be like, oh, no, I never heard of that. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, like, I've never heard this this music or like, I've never tasted this food or I never did this whatever. And you like, you become a, a more full person. Like, I feel like personally, I've become a more full person, like based on like meeting different people and going right. to places and and like doing just different shit that like. Might have been uncomfortable in the moment. Like, there's so many times where I'm like, oh, this is a little weird. And I'm like, once you get into it, you're just like, oh, cool, this is fine. You know? like Right. I feel like it's in in order for you to kind of... There has to be a moment where you kind of have to go outside your circle. Like, as much yeah. as I love being around the niggas and I love being around my own people, sometimes mm-hmm. I do have to go outside and, like, look at other people's perspectives because obviously the world is much bigger than just Philly. Yeah. Sometimes that's hard to believe, but it's the case. So you have to go outside and kind of look and say, like, wait a minute, let me see how this person sees things or let me see how this person. I feel like I feel like Americans in general have that kind of problem. Or, oh, yeah. Hell like yeah, we're because... like we just see our perspective mm-hmm. without actually looking and be like, well, wait, what's happening in the rest of the world? Like, how do you view this? And when you listen to it, you're like, oh. I didn't know this was going on. It's like on. a collective, like, what's the collective perspective, you know? Like, what's going, like, what's, like, what's this person, how does this person look at this mm-hmm. versus how does a person, how do the people that I surround myself around who might have the same ideas as me yeah. think of it, too? It's so interesting, like, and in, uh, we'll transition into everything to, you know, these last, uh, these other sections in just a moment. But um, I, I knew that, like, all these countries had universal health care. For a long time, but I didn't know that like most of them is have have had universal health care since like the seventies. Yeah, like that's a that like and that's the thing you have to like when people are like oh this is like the best country to live in and you're just like well wait a minute there's this and this and then you also have to look at like other places like oh wait the rest of the world isn't like a shithole like there actually is nice things going on. Yeah, there's on. like there's, there's lakes and rivers that like don't have trash in like, them. Like there's nice things going on. You'll be surprised. It's like, wow, I didn't even know there were people out here. I just Yeah. As much as I hated things like the like like paper straws, right? Oh. Like, okay, I know that's really hard, right? Because I do hate the paper straws. Yeah, but... girls, I'm sorry for all the eco <laughs> girls out there. 
But I love me a good plastic straw. No, listen, no, 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 no. Because that paper, first of all, you can't even get what you're trying to get out of it because you done already, after two sips, it's done. You got to change the straw. Right. And no, absolutely. So the one thing I figured out when we were on the cruise is that my, like, a bunch of things. My um, dad's partner, um, who we were with, she's, like, been on a ton of cruises and, like, you know, she travels a lot and she, like, just knew how shit worked. So... Uh, the paper straws like were irritating me and I was like I'm just gonna drink off the cup and she was like no ask them to like steam a cup for you and I was like mm-hmm. oh now see right see wait a minute and then because points were made they just came <laughs> out with a little with a thing with like it was like a thing like a circular sorry I can't like it's hard to explain this all right imagine a Christmas cookie tin right okay like that, but like a bigger one the sewing kit like the sewing kit right right <laughs> yes all right <laughs> and that and there were like glasses in it and there was like a like like those what are those napkins like the cloth napkins or whatever yeah cloth napkins and there was like steam coming out of it so they like opened it up like a pot and then there was these steam glasses in there i was like oh i will sip right off of these the next day i go on it it so happens i'm gonna pull this (laughs) trick and start asking first Girls, I am no longer eating, I mean, drinking off of regular cups. All my glasses need to be steamed from Please here on out. Please steam my glasses. Um, I also, um, I've been using like metal straws. Like I have a pack of metal straws. Now the straws. metal ones I can do. Yeah. All right. The turtles might, there might be some hope for them because <laughs> that paper, no, I don't know. the paper straws, there's absolutely no hope. Like, yeah. I just, I can't get with it. The designs are cute. I had a glass straw, but like ended up breaking it. And I also, that just reminds me a little too much of cocaine. So Yeah, I'm not trying to be cute. I'm trying to get this henny before I got to go out. Agreed. If everyone just just keep a metal straw on them, we'd be in a better place. Um, so these are our motives and thoughts for this week. Um, and that brings us into I Would Like to See It. Um, so I Would Like to See It is in your Monique voice. What's something you want to see people start or stop doing? Uh, it could also be something that you want to see more or less of in the world. Um, so two things for me. I would like to see people start working towards personal growth instead of being triggered by the social media things. Like social media is literally, I think about this a lot, like people's best presentation of themselves. You know exactly. what I mean? And like even in that, like it be shitty. You know what I mean? So like don't compare yourself to that. And, like, I think about, like, running your race with blinders on, like, how, like, I don't know, not to compare yourself to horses or whatever, but, like, that's what horses do. Like, they run their race with, like, blinders on. And I've had to, there's, like, artists that inspire me or people that inspire me that I've had to, like, mute, you know? Like, just to make sure that, like, I'm not being inspired by what they're doing, what they're doing, but I'm also not being, like, oh, damn, I need to catch up to them. I'm just, like, doing what I think is best. This you know? was literally my entire life trying to compete with Beyonce and really not realize <laughs> oh my God. there is not a nap. There is not. not a, there is no way I'm just going I'm to sorry, get to that level. I'm sorry, but you are 300 years behind. <laughs> it's just know? like, I just, there's not an apple diet, a vegan diet. I done tried everything my sis did, and I just can't do it. It's just... I'm going to have to meet you later, girl, because I can't. Yeah. I can't compete with that. Um, the other thing I would like to see people do um, is on the other side, like, stop, like, claiming that you're protecting yourself, right? You're just, like, protecting your peace from, like, things, but just be, like, avoiding reality, right? Like, oh, you can... Is, that's a good one. You can run your race, right, without looking at other people, but also don't, like, put yourself into such a bubble that you're just like, 
oh, well, what's going on in here is real and everything that's happened on the outside is fake because that's not the case. Um, so those both just tie into objectivity. That's a good one because I feel like that one is kind of like, I don't need to like, it's kind of like avoiding, because sometimes, I, sometimes I even do this myself where I'll avoid things and I'll just be like, you know what? That's negative energy. I don't have the time. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like sometimes you do have to kind of face it and be like, you know what? Let me go handle this in the mature way instead of avoiding it and moving past it. And so that I can finally grow and just so that maybe it won't happen again or I don't have to go back to that place again. For sure. Um, in Who Run the World this week, um, to segment to amplify women, the LGBTQ community, uh, and any other demographic, uh, demographic that's often overlooked. Um, so this week from Out Magazine, um, trans icon Marsha P. Johnson uh, is going to be receiving uh, a park, a park named after her. Period. The uh, girls have parks. Parks. Not bags, parks. Um, we moved up. This is, uh, it used to be called East River State Park, but not anymore. Uh, it's known after, now it'll be known after Marsha P. Johnson um, from the Stonewall Uprising. So um, shout out to the notable trans activists and shout out to black trans people for like actually getting what they deserve. Uh, Period. My trans girls need what they get. Give them their things, because they've literally been setting the culture. Give, please, give them their things. It's time. It's time. This is actually uh, another um, really fire. Actually, the whole who runs the who run the world this week is uh, all stories about Black trans people. So it's incredible. Um, these are trans women. This is from Vox, uh, who are uh, taking states to court. So they're just uh, suing states, seventeen different states. Please, please. Um, to be allowed to legally change her name. Um, and so uh, this is uh, essentially a suit that's in uh, Texas, in Illinois, in Wisconsin. Um, and they are essentially suing these states to make sure that they are able to get name changes, right? But that's like, it. there's a number of different things. I don't know if you saw, uh, there was like, a, I don't know if it was a TikTok. Everything's a TikTok nowadays. But like, I don't even I don't even have that app. Like okay, I see no, TikTok me neither. All the time. But I see like, it on like I saw it on Twitter. I, exactly, they're everywhere. You can't get away from them. And I believe uh, there was uh, someone who was transitioning or who was in high school and was like, um, you know, identified as trans and was like ready to change their name. But like they had just turned eighteen and like today was their first day and like their friends sang them happy birthday and stuff and like, like being able to identify the way that you like truly identify. Is like the 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 biggest thing. It's something you know? that you wouldn't have to sue a state for. Okay, come on, <laughs> right? But here we are. But here we <laughs> here are. Here we are doing yeah. it anyway. Um. So yeah, like it. This story goes through people being able to like actually get into like the proper prisons, like if that's something that they needed to, you know, like go to that they're not essentially being susceptible to being in like the wrong place. I think also there was a really cool story. Um, earlier this year or last year uh, where MasterCard started allowing people to provide like a preferred name like even if they hadn't had like their legal name changed yet um, mm. so that they could use that on their card. I know I'm about to going. get Don Kelly okay. put on the card. <laughs> put on the card. All right. And then lastly in uh, Who Run the World, Zaya Wade. That's all. We're going to talk about... Period. That's, that's the end of that opinions a little bit like all the wrong ones yeah. in um tweets on fire slash loud and wrong slash thick and shut in which is like all of the same 
um, in just a moment. But just know we stand for our sisters, Aya. And we we'll do. be beating niggas up we wherever will. we need to be. We will. So that's all. Um, this weekend, didn't you know? Uh, this is a space for general news um, and things that are good for the community to know. Um, so Congress, uh, or there are people that are in Congress uh, that are pushing for the Crown Act. And there's actually going to be a link in here for <clears throat> people to sign a petition. I signed it, but the Crown Act is actually uh, what would ban like natural hair discrimination in the, like across the United States. So like there would be no more places like federally where people can say you can't work here. You can't, you know, walk down the graduation stage. You can't do all these things because you have just a natural hairstyle. Which, another thing, you wouldn't think you had to, like, to you need a petition for. Because Karen Shirley comes in here. With that. With purple, yellow, and blonde. Or with all mixed in. and Or just some dirty says, looking ass curls. And, like, that's how you naturally woke up. Like, I Patricia. don't understand. No, I am on my third week without getting a haircut. That does not mean I can't get hired. Right, like, right, right, yeah. Yeah, she does have locks. I mean, like, this is a simple, basic things that you should feel like that, that should just be normal. You would think by, like, 2020, black hair would be kind of, this is our hair. This is what it grows like. We can't, we're not going to change it and conform it just for you nicknogs at these jobs. No, we're not. Yeah. Um, shout out to Matthew A. Cherry uh, as a writer. Uh, but he is the uh, writer and producer of Hair Love. Yes, um, just Oscar won the, winning uh, shorts. Yep, just won the Oscar. Um, and yeah, he's also uh, been adamant about the Crown Act. He also had uh, one of the kids who wasn't able to like walk in his graduation. He brought him to the Oscars. So it's just like, like honestly, fuck your graduation. The kid's probably going to get the diploma, going to go to the college that he wants to go to. Like, and why I would your to- hair even be a point in a graduation? <laughs> like, this is, the, this is the point. This is the problem. This is the issue. Thanks for keeping it objective and just bringing it back to like the straight up facts because I'll be ready to argue in the news. Um, but there is uh, Organized for Change. There is going to be a link uh, in the uh, show notes uh, where you can sign the petition. I think like when I last signed it, it was like near full, but it's actually 64,000 of 75,000 signatures. So um, it is in uh, in connection with like Dove, the Color of Change, uh, the National Urban League, um, and the Western Center, and the Crown Coalition. So um, sign the petition because like what the fuck um, lastly and didn't you know I just thought this was a crazy story um, it's basically that people who are born like blind no one that's ever been born blind has very ever wild. been like diagnosed with schizophrenia very wild I did not know until I read it <laughs> I was just like whoa yeah it's which just... is it's funny because they did like which it's even weirder is that they did test which I would like to know, like, how do you sign up for these tests? Like, who, like, how do you post for these things? Because they, like, were blindfolding people mm-hmm, that could mm-hmm. see to see, like, what would be the effects if you couldn't, if you no longer had your vision. Yeah. And they found that, like, people with vision that were blindfolded often, like, had hallucinations in, like, the first, like, 24 hours or, like, after, like, maybe two days, they would start hallucinating things and start, like, having different mental issues. And it was just, like... The, this is wild that one people are blind are don't have schizophrenia, but mm-hmm. also that there's someone in the lab blindfolding niggas and telling them like, so how did you feel day two of being in the dark? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there are definitely. I'm sure you see those like 
just different signs in like center city about like medical like if you want to be a part of like a medical trial i always see like the medical ones and stuff so i'm like where are these where just like so you you want to you ever ever wonder what it feels like not being able to see <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah. who signs up how much do these pay like i'm just curious about the whole process um, of like definitely check out this article it's from vice like uh it's it was just very interesting it was very interesting um and weird white people shit um, one, this is from a few weeks ago, that an Applebee's employee was fired for kicking racists out of the restaurant. So this woman, um, they don't, they don't say, I believe that she was actually white, but there were people saying that, you know, uh, Muslim people are disgusting. Most of them are terrorists. If it were up to me, none, none of these are all quotes. None of these motherfuckers would be in this country. And... The lady was just like, you got to get the fuck out of this Applebee's right now. You can't have the $1 fucking margaritas anymore. I'm just just like trying to fathom me sitting in In the the Applebee's Applebee's waiting for my margarita (laughs) for racist. And my half price appetizers. (laughs) And you racist wigwags that are in here (laughs) (laughs) right in the Applebee's with me. Right. Being racist, like the audacity. This is the last place that I... If you can't go to Applebee's, where can you where go? Where can you go? You think we wanted to go to Applebee's to have races there? No. We came here for our margaritas to have a good time. <laughs> and the spinach and artichoke dip. And that's it. Um, but yeah, people suck. Like, you can't even go to Applebee's. You can't go to... What was the other one? Buffalo Wild Wings where there was racist people. Like... These are like the, the the weirdest places to find racist people because it's like, girl, you're an Applebee's. Where do you think you are? <laughs> right, like, where do you think you are? I like, mean, no shade. I'm here too. But, <laughs> I know, but where do you think that you are that like certain people, you know, wouldn't belong in this place? Like, oh, I'm at Applebee's. Like, like you seen the commercial too. You was at home at three o'clock and you said, oh, that I'm Apple- going to have that two for 20 for dinner tonight. You, you seen that pause and said, you know what? Applebee's might have snapped. Let me get over here. <laughs> We we all think alike, sweetie. Like, what are you? You're here. That's you're here it. with me at the Applebee's in our booth. This other story is like incredibly weird. Uh, I kind of just want to read the the headline, um, but there's an Alabama state representative. He believes that Cam Newton was quote transgender, and then he changed it to like, oh no, like he's gay. I think the funniest part of the story is that he was trying to defend himself of not being transphobic and. Correct. It was almost like how when wife would say like, "I have a black friend. My neighbor is black. Yeah. <laughs> She's in my book club. <laughs> We're reading, you know, a Zane Chronicle this week. Her pick, right? Like, <laughs> right. And he was like, "Girl, first of all, he's not trans. Second, he's not even gay. He's not even in the community. He's not none of the above. He just had a baby with a woman. <laughs> like." <laughs> Yes, my sis loves the auntie scarf, but that's right, about it. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> he said, um, the, the, in trying to like defend himself, he said, I don't recall his name. Uh, he said, about 20 football players I know are transgender. <laughs> it's just like, wh- where? <laughs> like, this where is, it's, you know what, what it really makes me think of is that there are so many of these like weird, strange, like Alabama, Iowa, you know, Wisconsin white people that like have these notions and like these thoughts that are just like really deep in their head about like what things even are and completely completely off completely off but like they're they're just like well we don't want you know this because of this or like we don't want the and but you don't even have like any 
actual idea. Like there, at, the, at, at this grown age, at this big on. age. With all this internet out here, all of Beyonce's internet out you here. You should know the difference between you should you should be able to to determine what a trans who a trans what it means to be trans and who trans people are at this point. Like how at this big age? I think for people to have like, like such big opinions like it was so crazy i saw this lady um it was on like maybe msnbc after um the iowa caucuses or whatever and she voted for pete Buttigieg, but then she found out that she was gay that he was gay and he was she was like oh, i would have never did that like which that was, was the, like the main shock for me when like they were saying that he was winning iowa i was just kind of like the, the the girl nobody told them yet that's what happened <laughs> but like the thing is oh, how girl. could you have voted for somebody just like based off of like a look like that's clearly something like if you go on Pete Buttigieg's Wikipedia because he looks like a regular white man like sure, he looks but, like three kids lives in you know suburbia has a wife her name is Cameron in the beginning that's the Karen of this, I was he talking about all day out with his husband you know what I mean like and it's just like but it turns out he identifies as gay and he actually is open openly gay has so a whole husband of, so it's like oh like but you you would think why would that even matter anyway whether or not you voted for someone that's gay mm-hmm. because i mean like you voted at this point you voted for trump so at this point any the, the door is open the bar is on the floor okay anybody fill in your subscription fill in your like petitions and come and run for that presidency yeah, I don't understand, like, this is just a little sidebar on, like, the objectivity, but, like, I don't understand why, like, certain things, like, I know who I would vote for, but she can't run for president, it's AOC, but she'll probably run in the next election, but, I like, why can't I vote for her right now, that's what I want to vote for right now, because of age? That- this old ass, is, is how old and ain't dead yet? <laughs> It's just like, there's just so many things that it's kind of like, what in the, what, the rules that, like, that works in this country are just kind of like, what is going on here? Truly, who is, who is running the show? Somebody call Rue or some, so we need a new director. Somebody. Where's Tyler? <laughs> it would be, I think if, like, Tyler Perry was the director of, like, the universe, it would be, like, way more dramatic and the costumes and wigs would be just way worse. <laughs> so, yeah, Tyler keep them wigs. We're actually blessed. Um maybe this is a Jordan Peele production at you didn't mean at worst. There we go. Um next, uh this is all like the same. Literally sick and shut in is Wendy Williams. But My this also Wendy. happened on Twitter and Wendy Williams is also loud and wrong. And then we're gonna talk about y'all and Y'all, the big shocking support that Dwayne Wade supports his own child. Like, the funny thing is, I didn't even, I was thinking, like, when I was, before we even caught here, I was thinking, like, who should be loud or wrong? And I immediately, Wendy Williams came to mind. Yeah. Sick and shut in. And you Nignogs that wanted Dwayne Wade to disown his child. Definitely just because wrong. your dad disowned you, like I'm just, and confused. you weren't even transgender. I'm just like, confused. <laughs> like, what was he want to do? Was he going to kick his son out? Like, what did you want? But Wendy, let's start with Wendy Williams in those nostrils. It's like, not that wasn't like a black thing, but has she had um like surgeries? Wendy is before and after. We're asking the question before and after. Yeah. Before and after, girl. We've seen. You the would pics. make a good guest on on Wendy Williams, <laughs> like just yeah. You definitely would. 
Um, but these nostrils and like, I'm on a really big iPad, but they're filling up like at least 28%. Um, that being said, Wendy smell you before she see you. (laughs) Get me out of here. Um, Wendy Williams, I don't even like know, like know the context of this. But she just said, do you want to talk? Do you know? Did you see this? So I seen, so I seen both the, the episode of the, okay. uh, and the apology that wasn't really an apology. Mm. But on the episode, she had made a statement of there's apparently this Valentine's, the day before Valentine's Day, there's a thing called a Gal Day or something like that, where it's basically Valentine's oh, Day for, Valentine's, yeah, yeah, for single ladies. And some of the guys were like clapping all. She asked, she, you know, she does that audience thing where she's like, how many of you guys would go to our celebrate Gal Day? And, you know, some of the guys in the audience obviously clapped. And she was like, well, first of all, if you're gay, if you're a man, you shouldn't even be clapping because it's not even your day. Which, you know, I was like, all right, point made there. But <laughs> but then she goes on and then says, oh, and give us our skirts and I think like slides back or something stupid. And it's kind of like, all right, Wendy. Yeah, Wendy. Stop, stop wearing our skirts and heels is what she said. Wendy. She sound that sounds like she was mad about something like a little deeper. Now, girl, you know that you've seen Billy Porter at the sax or at mm. you've seen him at the Neiman's and he took that last heel and you've been holding on to it ever since. <laughs> girl, you need to let that hurt go. It was just like Wendy to me is like your aunt. You're your funny aunt that says problematic things. You go over her house. She got the bent blinds because she been looking at with Cheryl doing mm-hmm. five doors down every day. <laughs> but still kind of says like race, like kind of, you know, insensitive, insensitive things. things. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, girl. But the, the difference between your favorite aunt and Wendy is like, Wendy, you have more responsibility. At this point, at this big age, and as long as you've been in, this, in your seat... Because this is not even the thing. I wouldn't even put you on the second center for this because you've done so many things. You could have been yeah. on this list for yeah, so yeah. many things. Yeah. So it's like at this point, you have to take your responsibility a little more seriously. And re- you should be responsible for what you say. You've been doing this for years. I think that it's also like disrespecting your like primary fan base. You know There's what I'm saying? Because like, the girls are the ones keeping them checks rolling, yeah, girl. Because <laughs> like most even like a lot of like black women feel like wendy williams is like very messy or like very the shade roomish like and it's like it's something that you like look at for like gossip but something that you still like i don't need it around me all the time you know what i'm saying exactly so like i don't know it's just it's rather interesting um that she shows that position However, i'm glad that some of you guys finally determined just decided that Wendy was too toxic and deserved to be dragged. I wish you guys kept this energy for every time she says something stupid. Yeah, she, I I feel like often says something, I'm just like, "Mm." She's literally a repeat offender in this. Like, there could be a multi, there could, she could be, she could do eight seasons of SVU by herself. (laughs) Offenses that she's made. It's just, she could really do, do it all by herself. She always does wrong any chance she gets. Um, whatever the anti shout out is to her, like, fuck out of here, a big fuck out of here to Wendy Williams. Um, also a big fuck out of here to y'all, um, who like, first of all, I don't like, this is a weird position. I did see that someone had said, uh, recently that Dwayne Wade and, um, Gabrielle Union should write like a parenting book. I'm like, maybe That's they a should. Good idea. That is a good idea. But like, so you who's to say... Gabrielle and the way they gonna owe you a check for that one because they gonna come their parents who's gonna come out next mom. <laughs> it's no. gonna definitely go number one. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, remember when I said that? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that 
like who's to even say that like they have it like all together you know what i mean like they're do they are doing amazingly you know what i mean at like being parents and showing what like good parents should be like out there in the public but truly have to stand the girls yeah have to stand the two there's still like i'm sure more work to do like i think one of the things i forgot until like very recently was that like doing weight also has a baby <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but you know what? I think that that's what I like about them is that it's not perfect. Okay, yeah. That no, I, I agree. This yeah. is an, an actual, we're watching and seeing, obviously we're not relating, mm-hmm. but we're seeing <laughs> them uh, go through, not handle everything perfectly. Yeah. Because that means impossible. So we see them doing this well, but in other areas... Because at the end of the day, no one, no one is completely one hundred percent. That's so true. That's so across true. the board. They do everything right. I definitely agree. So I like that. There's a bit of a transparency there of kind of like, all right, we're getting to see that people do make mistakes, but mm-hmm. people also, they're, they're, people are complex. Yeah, I do love that. Like, I love that. It's it's almost like a really like as bad as all right. It's like a less hood Jay-Z and Beyonce, right? Definitely. As like as much as and like we haven't, you know, seen very much like publicly like Jay-Z and Beyonce's parents, right? The girl gives, um, not, gives nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing just at all. air and dust. But like nothing at all. Um, you know, I think that that would be interesting to see and like maybe it would maybe it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like um but I do think that yeah, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade are being like incredible parents. Um but then also they're just like not being like quote unquote incredible parents they're like doing what you should do as a parent <laughs> it's just like basic things like love your child like i didn't right i understand with the the con with the problem that you nick nogs are getting but you you have to when you have a child you probably should love it no matter what it does and I mean, it's like there are going to be difficulties your child is going to be difficult or difficult and different in like a number of ways right like Somebody's gonna have a badass kid, right? Somebody just somebody's kid is gonna be the badass kid in school. You know what I mean? Somebody's kid might like um, have just like general like learning challenges. You know, your I mean? child like, is it's gonna put Young Thug as their favorite rapper eventually. They're gonna be saying that's their top five of right all, there, of all time, of right? all like, time. Another problem. But you still have to love them. <laughs> I know that's hard to imagine, but you still have to love them. Honestly, your child could be a barb. You still have to love them. You still have to love them. Sadly, you still have to love them. Um, but that being said, um, yeah, I, I just think it's like crazy that people have these like terrible expectations of a of a parent. And I think it's also like really crazy to know that like people really have like these ter- like just awful beliefs about people. You mean or just like because someone decided because that there's a black a young like you know a young black person who identifies the way that they choose to identify that that makes you like uncomfortable or that makes you feel like you have to speak hatefully or like misgender them to like give like the anti energy of like what they've chosen for their own life like that is insane to like, me and some of you really outdo yourselves with the stupidity you like overdo it. Overdo it. It's like, girl, you already have the stupid award. You don't need the lifetime stupid achievement award. It's just you're do- overdoing it now. I don't know if you saw the video with the girl where she was like talking with those really, really terrible eyebrows, and she was just like, 
like, you know, I'm going to tell people, like, if, you know, if a person says that they're this, but they're really this, like, we need to, like, confront people with, like, reality and, like, you know, whatever. But, like, you won't even be real with yourself and tell yourself that there's too much space between those two eyebrows. Like, I, like, why are you, even so, like, why are you so pressed about what someone, what someone else does? What someone else decides to I, do you with know their what? life and their career. This is, <laughs> this is going to be the last thing before, like, I guess moving on, but it, it, I think about all the time, like, if aliens were just to drop in the world, right, it would challenge, like, almost everybody to, like, check, like, what do I believe in? You know what I mean? Because, like, people are like, oh, I believe in God, like, I'm so holy, and, you know, or I'm like, you know, uh, whatever, I'm whatever religion it is, you know, super devout to it. But, like, your religion is now, there's something in front of you that your religion never told you about. Like, what you gonna do now? You know imagine I mean? if God got here and turned out he was living with the aliens. <laughs> right, yeah. And like y'all wasn't and like or what if all the gods showed up together and he was like, mm, unless you believed in all of us <laughs> all the infinity stones, all the Avengers, then like you didn't really do it. You only believed in one. You didn't go as far as you needed to, you know? And so like people just need to like stop and, and I think that that's why like, you know, someone being transgender would make someone else uncomfortable because it's like Oh, wait, so you telling me that I could have chose what I wanted to be and I just did this because like, and now I hate myself, like, even though I could have chose to be something else. Oh, damn, you know, and that's what makes people uncomfortable because they then have to look at themselves and say, well, what do I want to be? You I've seen people, un- unhappy, miserable people hate when people are happy Oof. and living their best life. Oof. I think that's what it comes down to. Big and it's time. like, you need to just focus on how are you going to get to the happy place that someone like Zaya is at? Like, how could, where, where are you, you going to get there? How are you going to even, how are you going to even get to like a tenth of it? Because to be honest, again, you're 300 years behind. Like, yeah. Get it together, ladies. Um, in Living Color, um, these are TV shows, movies, anything on the screen that you're watching or that you've seen or you want to see. Um, I'll talk about first the photograph. I haven't seen it. Um, I seen... I was single for Valentine, so I I could I gotta see it next week. I I was single too. You can't you know you can't really go to the, you, that's the only thing about Valentine's that you can't really go to the movies that day because all the couples are there. So you gotta go to the next week one. Yeah, the next yeah, showing yeah. is for the singles. It's right. for us that yeah. like, like this this is what the movie for anyway. Weekend, like the Saturday the Sunday <laughs> like. This is for this is the movie for it anyway. It's, it's for us to imagine our relationships. Exactly, like y'all are already in these. Like, or trying you to got your own them. movie. Go We're make your own movie. Yeah. Um. So the photograph uh, looks interesting, but um, it's all black people in it, and it's black people in love. So that's great. Apparently, no one gets killed by the police. Um. Apparently, no one. Um. There's no one like cheating on someone. No one gives anyone like a disease. Um. So the wigs are laid. Laid. So. Yeah, um, looks like a good one. Um, the rest of these things are from Netflix. So one is uh, They Gotta Have Us, which is like amazing. Have you seen this? No. Um, it's basically just all of these like black actors talking about like black people in movies and film and in TV. Cool. Like, oh my God, it's so good. It has like literally every black person in like acting that you can think of. Oh, I um, to directing. Watch this. Um, there's like a whole section about like Spike Lee, John Singleton's in it before he passed. Rest in peace. Dope. Like, there's like so many really great people, and they just yeah, they talk about black people in film and TV over like the last like hundred years, you know. Um, so definitely check that out. It's on Netflix. 
Uh, also, Who Killed Malcolm X is on Netflix. I've, Have you seen I, that? I've seen it like pop up in the, you know, when you first turn on the, the Netflix screen and it's that, mm-hmm. that big first thing. <laughs> yeah. Netflix, my Netflix knows I'm black and it knows that yeah. I fall into stuff like that. Exactly. So I put it right there. It's like, look, girl, this is for you. <laughs> but I haven't got into it yet. It's uh, it's it's definitely decent. I watched all of it. It's I like watched it, but in the beginning I like passively watched it. The last few episodes are like really interesting, but I'm gonna go back and watch it again, um, just so I can get like the beginning context. But it definitely like they definitely find the person who actually killed Malcolm X. It's definitely a thing to like not talk about, I guess. <laughs> um, but I don't know, you know. Watch the watch the Netflix one, um, and then. <laughs> Um, lastly, the family, my, my Netflix knows that I'm a conspiracy theorist and that like everything is like some weird ass shit to me. Like everything is the Illuminati, but like truly this is, so I'm actually about to bring this up on iPad so we can look at it. The family is like a, um, it's like a, an entity within like, it's like a Christian group known as the family. And this is like real. This is not like a. Like, it's like a documentary. It's a documentary, girls. This is, you don't have to read it. Right. You can watch it. <laughs> so, like, the family is a Christian conservative group. And, like, what they have, like, chosen to do... So this and, is like, a white family. Because yeah. we don't call ourselves Christian conservative. Yeah, oh, Christian, <laughs> when I say Christian, that's why I said that. It means white. <laughs> this is um, for the white. Yeah, so they're white. And they've, like, basically penetrated, like, politics. And, like, all of these different, like, aspects of the world... But, like, what they believe in is, like, basically white Christianism, where it's, like, oh, it's not really about... They just say that they focus on Jesus, you know? But, like, it's not really about, like, anything Christian. It's about, like, kind of protecting, like, power and whiteness. And, like, how it's been, like, all through American politics. Apparently, this came out in August of 2019, and, like, I missed it. Oh, so it's been here for a minute. Yeah, it's been out for a minute, but I missed it uh, until now. Netflix, Netflix dropped so many things, it's impossible to keep up with all of it. Yeah. Because it's just like some things don't even pop up on your like, I think um, Christina Milian was like in a show that had like a whole season and then it got canceled and everybody was like, where was this show? <laughs> like they dropped so much stuff. Christina Milian on Netflix? I think I did see that. Like I they dropped so much stuff. You just never know. Um, yeah. This is actually an article. This is from NPR. They're talking about the family. Um, this is from like 2009. So a while ago. So They've been around and they've been like doing stuff. Um, this guy, Jeffrey Charlet, who, yeah, he was in the movie. Uh, he has a book called The Family, The Secret Fundal- Fundamentalism at the Heart of American Power. And this is like before like even Donald Trump. But like what this um, documentary starts to talk about is like Donald Trump and like how they, even though they know that he's bad, he's like, he talks about like you know Jesus you know now, I don't know if you remember he said like two Corinthians like instead of like second <laughs> Corinthians or he like he was like yeah I had to you know the wine and the little cracker you know <laughs> like and like they but it's like all right as long as you give us a little nod and you like protect whiteness and you protect power uh we're gonna be good so y'all definitely should check that out um and then that's all for in living color anything else that you're watching or like anything good no, I don't think I have like any like show. Oh well, well I've been I've been pushing. I've really been pushing, and the girls have. If you follow me on Twitter, you've already seen that I've been pushing the Dragon Prince because okay. it is it's iconic television. It literally for all my Game of Thrones fans, 
now that it's off the air and we have nothing to watch, this is the next best thing. It is for kids though, but it's very inclusive. And that's the thing I like about it. Like literally the main character is a young black boy and it's just oh, like, wow. okay. it's giving me, it's giving me life. It gave me, there's like a whole like army of like black women. They live on a planet that's like the sun. Work. It, it's, it's lit. So go check it out. That's on Netflix too. Okay. Um, the Dragon Prince? Yes. Dragon Prince. Solid. Um, this week in Bops and Bangers, uh, the music that we're listening to, um, or maybe even something that people wouldn't expect that you listen to. So anything you're listening to right now? Oh my God. Blueface just dropped a new song. <laughs> I wasn't really expecting to hear that one, but okay. Blueface and the baby have a song. I forgot what the song was called, but search Blueface and the baby. They only have one song together. <laughs> um, and it, Blueface is on beat. He's okay. rapping on beat. Like it was, well, kind of. He starts off on beat and then he kind of just goes in and out. Way, yeah. But he starts off, he started there. <laughs> okay. He started there and he did it. But but that and then I don't really think that's, oh, and Tink just dropped an album too that I listened to and I loved the whole thing. I've never really listened to Tink, but. Oh, you have to get into I it, girl. I hopes. She she definitely did what she had to do. Someone said that Tink has been hurt since her first album, so she needs to maybe take some time off. <laughs> like or they said, like <laughs> she truly know. has. That's, but she that's she really she speaks to that side. That's that's we need her that's for that. Right. Okay. Um, for me, um, last couple things. Um, I gave a brief listen to P. J. Morton's piano album. It was just an album that came out for um, Valentine's Day yesterday. It was really cool. Live recorded in a studio. He was like, we kept in all the mistakes. We kept in all of like everything just like recorded live and uh, during Valentine's Day. So it's dope. Um, two, Had Enough uh, by Don Tolliver. It's on the Jack Boys album. Y'all know I don't really like um, Travis Scott like that because he's a demon. But um, <laughs> this is a good song. Um, features Quavo and Offset, which like it kind of bothered me that they didn't just say featured Migos. Like I know that they wanted to get like the credit for themselves. They probably wanted to split the check, but like Beyonce credited Destiny's Child on shit that Latoya and Latavia never sang on. <laughs> okay. Um, last is uh, Backseat Roddy Rich um, and Tyson Delarson. That's actually Ty Dollar Sign. Um, but what I'm going to be doing going forward is giving these rappers with these weird names, um, like Roderick Richardson, like that should actually be his real name. Um, and Tyson Delarson. So listen to Backseat. That's the She Wants to Lean. She Definitely wants to lean. a Bob. Actually, the whole album's a Bob. I'm, I'm, I'm a Roddy Stan now. I'm becoming a, a true Stan. I'm getting introduced the, like song by song. It started, I think, with High Fashion. And then, of course, everyone loves the box. Yeah. But High Fashion is a good song, too. High Fashion is a Watch, that's going to be my Bob's and Bangers. High, high Fashion deserves way more than it's getting but backseat is also very lit that was like one of my those were like my three well and the one with meek was like my three that like i kept going to okay um i'm going to revisit um we are at three things to stand now uh, so this is something that you're loving in life right now a brand and item concept feeling anything um we'll let our guests kick it off so my three things i think this is expected you knew I was going to do it. You you knew I, what it was going to give. Duh. And that is Beyonce knows Carter. And I have to stand. I will always stand. I had to start with that. But second thing is on my Twitter feed today, the girls were posting Sister Act 2. Mm -hmm. And y'all remember when Laura, Lauren and Tanya Blonde had that scene where they were about mm -hmm. to sing Eyes on the Sparrow. But Sister Mary, I don't know who her name, came in and interrupted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm here to stand them too and stand their version of Besides on Sparrow and just, because they carried. 
And then also for all the rap, my last thing is for all the rap girls who remixed Nicki Minaj's Yikes. I, I got one from Jeezy. I got one. I think Malibu Mitch did one. Like, um, like all, all of the girls that did the remixes. Solid. Um, my three things to stand. Um, they're like in these. I was high last night and I was like thinking in a weird space. So um, one is vacation and water. Um, so actually, I think we stand vacation, Jameer. I don't know if y'all like pay attention. It's a different, it's a different oh, one. Is it really? It's a really different one. It's like a, whoa. <laughs> really? It's like, it's a really different, it's a different vibe. We stand. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. We'll talk about more about that. Maybe I feel like it's a, it's a loose one. We, we, we like it. Oh yeah. Like I just can be like more of my, myself. And actually it's just like, I stopped posting stuff on close friends, but like pretty much the whole vacation should have probably been on close friends. See, it's it's that's why we stand. <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> yeah. So um, vacation, I was just resting and relaxing and drinking. Um, I was on a cruise for the first part of the vacation, and I love that cruises have drink packages because like you just buy the you know whatever, and then like I drank multiple drink packages worth of alcohol um, while I was there. Um, I split the trip, like, the first half, I only drank Patron and, like, gin, um, so only clear see, liquor. See, when you start off with Patron, mm-hmm. this is how we know we have a different drink, because oh, yeah. no one's the same person on Patron. <laughs> yeah, um, and then the second part of the trip was all, like, just douce and whiskey and brown, so um, that was great. But also, like, I realized how much I love the water. Um, I'm a Scorpio, so I'm a water sign. I think I said that on here before, so it's fine. Um, but I'm a water sign and like just being like on the ocean and like seeing the ocean and like being in pools and like floating and just, it was just like a really magical feeling. Um, and I love that. So vacation in the water. Um, second Tom Ford ombre leather. That's what I've been wearing. I've been smelling good and people have asked me and I said, listen to the podcast and I'll tell them. Um, let's get the time forward. And the last is delivered groceries. Um, actually the last thing is like a rhythm versus a routine. So I was doing some reading a couple weeks ago and it talked about like, uh, actually I listened to a podcast. There was this like six minute podcast and if I can find it, I'll link it in the notes, but, um, it was just like a little concept each day. And one of them was like getting out of like a routine and just like getting into a rhythm, you know, like Mm. it's not like I do this same thing every day or like I wake up at this whatever time. It's just like, being in a space where you feel like, all right, cool, my body's ready to wake up. Like, this is what I need to do for myself. This is what I want to do. Like, you know, I, I went into work on Friday. Like, I didn't really have to after vacation. And I was oh, just so you like, went in by choice? I went in by choice. And I would, like, work oh. on salary. So it wasn't for, like, hours or, like, clock in or anything. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I've never heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, you know, especially for me, like, I work from 9 to 5 and that's it, period. But, like... Just, like, thinking about how I wanted my life to be, um, I guess, you know, years ago when I was younger and and whatever, and, like, seeing that come into fruition now, like, having a really busy life before vacation, like, with my work, like, um, I also worked on this website, uh, shout out to Sophia Ballin uh, in the Black History Untold uh, series, I just worked on uh, last year's installment and this year's installment, Um, so that's live, I'll link that in the notes too, Um, but working on that going on vacation. I have like meetings coming up this week for like some other stuff. And then I was like able to just get my grocery delivered and like do my laundry today. And then like we have an extra day off because of the president's day or whatever. I'm just like, my life is like in a rhythm. Like there's a lot of stuff going on, but it's like, 
in that rhythm and like it is what I expected it to be so um yeah the the rhythm right now is like what I'm really standing period get into the rhythm get into the rhythm um our closing mantra for this week oh before we do that um I want to plug you one more time so let the people know where they can find you on Instagram Twitter and it's Don Kali on all platforms. Spell it out for them. D-O-N-C-A-L-I. Put an underscore after the I. And the, you got me. You found me. Click that follow. Go like some pics. Go retweet some tweets. Go advertise it to your friends. If they're cute, put me on. If they're not, tell them I'm in a Don't. relationship. <laughs> but, you know... That's pretty much. I, I can't. I don't have anything to tell you guys. I am the brand. I'm the product. Uh, um, lit. Um, you can find this show on Twitter and Instagram um, at blkmlnl. You can find me um, probably on Fifty Second Street doing something. I also like live tweet the podcast online. often. So oh like, yes. Also yeah. Um, if y'all just want to know from like the hilarious perspective what's going on in this show and like what we're talking about. Definitely, definitely, like definitely I, follow Calvin. I probably won't live tweet this one because like... No, it'll be funny. What could I add? Yourself, right? No, no, it'll be funny. Because you'll think about stuff like, oh, I should have said this. Like, I do it every week. Yeah. Um, but definitely, uh, you know, follow Calvin, follow the show. Um, you don't have to follow me. I don't care. Um, and uh, there is link for listener support in the show notes. So check that out as well. Um, closing mantra for this week is don't wish for it, work for it. Period. Can't just wish. Gotta put some work towards it. See y'all next week.